Welcome back to an unwelcome episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am Baff, your smooth, spicy Satanist. And I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. So Baff, did I tell you I almost met Jesus the other day? Oh, what? What happened? Okay, so you know how you brush your teeth normally in the morning, you know, whatever. Uh And I was going to brush my teeth. Uh And apparently when I was going to put the brush in my mouth, I inhaled at the very same time. And the little glob of toothpaste went down my throat and just basically like blocked my airway for like five to ten seconds, you know. What? Uh, (laughs) Gasping for air, but you know. Um but yeah, but I finally went down my throat hole, you know, <laughs> perfect design, right? You know, same, <laughs> same two for both. It's what the God, what it, yeah. the Lord yeah, exactly. for us. So yeah, so I, I was get grasping and gagging for air. So, you well, know. Shit. Well, that's surprising though. I, I figured you wouldn't have a gag reflex. <sighs> I usually don't, okay? <laughs> when it's filled with white, creamy stuff. Wait, wait I need to breathe, Bath. I guess God. that's important. For the sole purpose of bullying you on this goddamn show. That's the only reason I'm alive. <laughs> out of spite, okay? Well, I was already looking for a fucking co-host. <laughs> I started scrolling like, <laughs> Oh god. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, on today's very special fucking episode and also the last episode of 2022. What? <laughs> We're doing something we have never done before. Be funny. Shut the fuck up. We're interviewing two people at once. We found them on TikTok and they make incredible music together. Please welcome Joshua and Prez, yeah. aka Tristan and Sage. <laughs> uh, or they go by Kolbriski on TikTok. What's up? Welcome. So many names. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I, I'm so dumb that I messed it up and it was supposed to be called like how the sausage is made. <laughs> but I named it after like, yeah. It's not- <laughs> what? We thought the username was like a specific login for just you, not like your username. Yes, I'm old. <laughs> How old are you, if if I can ask? I'm 42 years old. Oh, wow. you, you don't look it. So Bath looks way older than you. Well, so. Mel's 46. No, and, I mean, <laughs> Fuck up, she no. looks fantastic for her age. And I'm 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A, a gilf. I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's me. Bringing honor to my family. One. <laughs> well, for those who don't know who these guys are, I found them on TikTok making, it wasn't even a parody, I guess. I don't know if you would call it a parody because it's the exact same words from the fucking Bible verses and their song to awesome war- worship songs. <laughs> um, but do you know what time it is, Mel? What time is it, Beth? It's time for the final verse of the day. For tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day, but today, because it's so special, our guests for the first time are going to be singing. Ooh, hashtag bless. The word of God. <laughs> mm. uh, hashtag blessed indeed. Um, yes. Let's, see, let's do that. Hash, there we go. Hashtag blessed. So, 
before we drop this banger here, <laughs> this song has got a bit of a history with me in particular, or not? Well, this verse out of the Bible. So, uh -huh. yeah. So th this verse is Deuteronomy. What is it? I don't even remember it anymore. It was my. I used to tell people this was my life verse. I like because I hmm. still. I would still like fuck around with people all the time. Uh huh. Even when I, even when I was in the church. So. Um, it's the Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 2511. Yeah, the 2511, which is, you know, two men are fighting and the wife of one of them reaches out mm. to um, stop the fight. Mm. She touches the dude's junk. You you chop her hand off. As, as you, you do. As, as, as you, you do. do. Yeah. And yeah. then my favorite, I think it's the King James, you show her no pity. We didn't put that part in. Oh, yeah, we did put that oh, in here. And yeah. yeah. We so, sure did. Mm. Let, let us bless you. Please. When you're, whenever you're ready. Feel free to um, have a breakout moment. If two men are fighting and the wife of one of them comes to rescue her husband from his assailant and she reaches out and seizes him by his private parts, you shall cut off her hand and show her no pity. Amazing. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I felt so, the Lord in me. Um around <laughs> me. <laughs> I used to take that verse and write it on the comment cards at my church and then write my friend's name and phone number by it saying I have a question <laughs> about the verse. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't know what the, the pastor's response. Oh, there was one of the ladies named Vera. Okay. Was very old. And it's the one who Vera made the old. calls. Like, she was the one that the church passed all the shit they didn't want to do. Like, oh. all the they didn't want to do. They were like, oh, yeah. Because think about it. They get this verse. They're like, fuck, I don't want to deal with that. So like, <laughs> Vera. Oh, my God. And what did Vera think? I mean... You well, do you, boo. Sorry, <laughs> Vera only has one hand. That was a private conversation. And we know that God hates amputees, so there's this that This is too. true. We learned this last <laughs> episode. Yep. Not to have you in the temple. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was amazing. Yes. And that was the <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so okay. That's amazing. Oh no, my god. <laughs> I can't can't. <laughs> um so since you guys are like the first uh two people that we have interviewed interviewed together, um whoever wants to go first doesn't matter. Uh we would love to know your religious background and how you got to where you are today as far as your atheism goes yeah please Do you would you like to go first my love um no you should go first okay that's my authority <laughs> that's right you put your one hand down okay it's, it's really funny because like if you like if you really like saw the dynamic of our relationship it, i couldn't be further from it's tristan true. like mm. it, it couldn't be further from say it's, it's i fucking love it <laughs> I know. Um, so I didn't. I'm gonna give my testimony now. 
All right. This all right. It, this is honestly like because we've done a few podcasts. This is what it fucking feels like. I'm like, I'm going to tell my story. I'm going to give my testimony. <laughs> um, so here's my testimony. Um, I didn't grow up in the church. I was like a pretty aimless um, teenager. And I had some some family shit. My dad cut out really young. Um, that was really traumatic um, to like know your dad. And then to, like at you know 12, he like peaced out. Mm. Um, and so I, and I grew up in this really weird town. I grew up in the town of Carmel. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's Clint Eastwood was our fucking mayor. Like it was, it, yeah. Like legit. Like yeah, the, yes. He used to come into my work. Oh my God. Time. Like it, it was, um, it, it, Pebble beach. You've heard of the golf course, Pebble beach. Um, no, no? anyways. Okay. Monterey well, Bay? Monterey Bay. I don't know. I heard of that one. <laughs> so, <it's in> <laughs> Um, and so I, I grew up in this area and I, and I, I got invited to a church to go play basketball and by a guy, like a guy named Jimbo, um, who was a youth pastor. And then like, they gave me a platform and I, um, I started singing. I remember the first time I ever led worship, I was super into tool. And there was this song, hey. there was this song that it's off their first record, they, their EP. Um, it's the Jesus Christ, why don't you come save my life? And I was like, that's a worship song right there. You know, and it's like, you know, Maynard singing it in this like super mocking tone. Mm. Um, but I sang it in front of a church. My first worship song I ever sang was a tool song. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but they gave me they gave me a stage. They gave me a platform. Um, I had this kind of like crazy story. Uh, and you know, they kind of, I'm starting to come to terms now where they took advantage of that story. Mm. Like I was, you know, 14 mm. year old boy right. and they exploit, I, I made a TikTok. So shocking. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they basically, I got up within like a couple of months of becoming a Christian and gave my testimony to the church. And a part of my testimony, I was like ripping on my family and like saying like these Things that were like I was getting attention for it, so they were kind of embellished. They're kind of a little bit bigger mm -hmm. than what was really going on, mm -hmm. um, and so like I got a lot of attention for that really early on, and it it really like I, that's how I found my home within the church, <clears throat> and uh, then I moved. Um, I got a job right out of high school instead of um, like going to college. A church hired me. And um, I stayed at that one church for 20 years. Like that was, I, I was Holy shit. at one church. I started out as the junior high intern. And then mm. I ended up as one of the executive pastors there. Holy and shit. It was a crazy, crazy <sighs> journey um, through that. And so I, I never, but at the same time, like I was becoming a Christian, I'd also been like welcomed into punk rock. My uncle was mm -hmm. in, like a pretty popular punk rock band um at the time and so Ooh. and i was near santa cruz which was like for all these like fat there's a record company called fat records and all like these punk rock bands are on fat records no effects is from this area nice and so, like, I grew up around all of these all these people and i was being accepted into this punk rock community this punk rock hardcore culture at the same time i went into christianity and i always thought christianity was super nerdy <laughs> and it looks like my position within like Christianity in the church was to, I was like, I'm going to make it fucking cool. And I'm going to find all the loopholes to like, to like, I'm going to, I'm going to beat the clobber passages. I'm going to like, like basically like make the Bible 
palatable for everyone, you know. Uh, and that didn't work. You were the cool, the cool pastor. The cool pastor. Yeah, a, a uh, lot. Of, it's hard because a lot of who I am right now it, it has not changed from mm. from being in the church. I, you know, I still I had a terrible mouth like I do now, you know, all those things like. So, um, but anyways, yeah. So I, I found myself leading worship and and really good at. It. I was also in a band that was like touring at the time. That was like a secular band, um, and we were on Warp Tour. And I know, <laughs> well, I was the only Christian in the band, um, and so we we're on Warp Tour and doing all these things. Um, and then I finally like gave that up to go full time into ministry because I felt like that's what. Wow. What what flavor yeah. of of Christianity was it? Uh, non-denom, oh. me- non-denom mega church, seeker sensitive, seeker sense. What is, what is seeker sense? What is that? Yeah, see, seeker sensitive is like the shit that everyone calls lukewarm. Like we were, the oh. like, we would do rock songs for God. We would play like a Blink 182 <laughs> song and be like, let's tie that into how Jesus loves. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> And do you feel like you've landed on a like your belief system now? Like, yeah, I feel like I've afforded a lot of people would say this is a cop out, but I've afforded myself this answer from being in it for as long as I was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I believe. I don't know. Okay, what I, I know more about what I don't believe now mm-hmm. than what I believe. Um, I know I don't believe in the inerrancy of the Bible. I know that, like, I don't believe in that. Um, I kind of like tore everything down inside of me and like to the studs and and love was like my thing that I was going to try and and encompass and just be loving and love my neighbors, love my Mm -hmm. kids, love the people that are around me. And Mm -hmm. I was afraid I was going to lose that, but, but I didn't, I I actually like became a better human being because I didn't have a, a, I don't have a, like a thing to rely on anymore or to, to right. add, my safety net is essentially gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. what prompted you to start deconstructing? What was like a major, I guess, red flag? In I, case? I, I think I was always deconstructing from the mm. moment that I stepped into the church. Like I said, I was mm. always trying to find like the, the way to make this make sense, you okay. know? Um, and then further on, um, my m- the church that I was a part of did start to become a little more progressive. And a lot of that was like led out by me and, and a few other people that really wanted to see our church become like an open and affirming church, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so we started um, dissecting these passages in the Bible as a staff. It was actually really cool. There was like a lot of movement towards like, and a lot of it was, we brought in a guy named Justin Lee. I'm not sure if you've heard of Justin Lee. Um, he wrote a book back in the day called Torn. Um, and it was this whole side A, side B conversation with LGBTQIA. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning like side A believes that you can be um, uh, a practicing gay person and have like, and be loved by God and be welcomed into heaven. Side B believes that like, it's a sin, but God still loves you. Like that was the two positions we gave our church. Mm. kind of. Thing. Mm. So it was pretty progressive and pretty cool. Eventually we hit a roadblock that we, like the pastors had to sign an, an agreement that we wouldn't do a same sex marriage. And so through all of that, like as a staff, as we're deconstructing these, like the clobber passages and all this stuff, 
it was like, I started really deconstructing. Like, I'm like, man, I don't think I believe in this shit. And, Mm -hmm. and I was always cool with saying like, Hey, even if the Bible does say it hates gay people, like I'm not cool with that. And I'm not going to go that route. It's always vocal about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. A question. Uh, So we had had a couple like, uh, ex employees of the church, you, you could say, but I'm very, very curious if you're if you're comfortable, you know, sharing with us. Um, how well did they treat you or not treat you, like like pay wise or just you know how how fucked were you? They exploit you, sir. Did, did they exploit you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ah, if 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 you're comfortable, I don't want to like you know force you to. Talk yeah. About that. So. You know, it, it's a really hard answer to give because okay. in some sense, um, in some sense, they treated me well. Okay. Um, and in some areas. And mm-hmm. I think that might be the trauma talking, if I'm honest. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I don't know. So, okay. Um, so, but, you know, there were definitely moments of like, here's the thing. I made a lot of amazing connections and there were a lot of people that did like really pour into my life and a lot of amazing human beings that I encountered. Um, and so I'm, I'm still struggling to separate the experience, um, Mm -hmm. and my exit, um, like from all of that and, and those people. Cause like, I really, there's some people that really, like, I believe they really, really love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I believe they're really, really trying to do good. And they're trying to make sense of this book. That's really confusing. Um, but they are kind of trying to lean into the side of love. So it's hard. I will say this, there was a lot of me that was taken advantage of. Um, Mm -hmm. here's a kind of a funny story is, there was um, Nancy Ortberg, who is, do you know the, the Ortberg? Like, they're, basically, they're like um, evangelist royalty. Like, they, oh. <laughs> they were a part of a church called Willow Creek, this, like, huge mega church. Um, founded was there by, a, a documentary recently about them? They've been in the news because okay. the Bill Hybels had, like, a huge, like, fall. Okay. But they, they were the church that, like, my church modeled everything. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> And so, um, anyways, this, this other church out in my way was like a, this really big church. And I didn't know, cause I was never like into Christian culture in the mm-hmm. sense that everyone else was around me. Like mm-hmm. I didn't care who the latest fucking scholar was or like, you know, the latest apologetics or whatever. Fucking. Yeah. Um, and so, but I get this call from like this woman named Nancy Ortberg, who apparently is like a really big deal in Christianity. And like, I told, um, one of the people that I, I, I worked with at the time who was like a person in like power there. And they're like, Oh yeah, uh, that's, that, that probably wouldn't be a good opportunity. They were like asking me to like come wor- work there. Mm-hmm. Later I looked into it. Like this person was like, it's like a massive church. Like it would actually have been a really big opportunity for me mm-hmm. um, as a professional Christian. And so professional, <laughs> that's what I called myself. I, I, I mean, so, so, so there was a lot of like weird, like they kept me, it feels like they kept me sick a little bit to make me not mm. realize the potential that I had. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's how interesting. it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a mix of both. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yes. I just blew through like 20 years of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, he's gained a year. Uh, in oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How long ago we're, was we're, your, we're saving lives here? <laughs> how long ago did you leave the 
organization. Um, about five, six years ago, five okay. years ago. I suck at time. I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> well. that was definitely before COVID. Yeah, it was all before the, the pandemic and all that, which like whew, yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. All right. Miss Prez, would you like me. to give your yeah. testimony? <laughs> can I lay can I lay hands on her first and just yeah, please we'll do. Do remotely too? <laughs> uh, you know, just speak through speak. <laughs> Please, God, please help me to wear your four-fingered vessel. shoulder. Although she is the weaker pops. vessel. <laughs> um, <laughs> remind me of the three questions. It was like uh, your journey of faith and like flavor of. Well, it's just basically like where you started. Like what uh, what flavor of of Christianity were you? Um, was there an, a, an event basically that was the downfall? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I feel like my, okay. So my story begins with going to um, a school uh, and it's basically like a private Christian school and like mm -hmm. you wear uniforms and every Friday you go to chapel and you yep. memorize Bible verses and you're doing coloring books with like a man's like scales coming out of his eyes. You know what, what? I mean? <laughs> I remember learning, you know, I showed up my first day and they like showed me how to, you know, read a Bible, like find the Bible. Right. And so like, honestly, like when I finally look back on it, I realize a couple of things. And one is like growing up in the time that I did um, in the 90s, like it still was like being a, a kid, like five. Right. And mm -hmm. going to school, like the best you could be was white. And mm. all white people were Christian uh, around me, right? And they're all wealthy. Yep. They all wear private Christian uniforms. And so, like, here's my family. We're obviously not, uh, obviously not white, but my dad is a doctor, mm. and like, I I feel very privileged to live in an affluent neighborhood. So here I am, like, checking off all the boxes. I'm wearing the uniform. I'm going to a private school. My dad's a doctor, but I'm still. Asian and so like I think like the whole thing was like not only did I feel like I was a sinner just from mm. the brainwashing anyway but I was like as a kid I'm like well I'm not white like you don't you think white as being pure and when that's also used to describe an ethnicity mm. when you're little you think like oh my god like I'm not white so I'm like even worse off oh shit you know and so um the only thing that i remember was that i loved the chapel because we had music and to me as a little kid i was like that's like my connection to jesus like it's it's he's speaking to me through music and i if there wasn't music i think my journey would have stopped i really do mm -hmm. but the reason why i bring that up is because my parents weren't even religious right and like my family's buddhist Oh, so other okay. thing. I mean, not my parents, but like because I'm Japanese and Chinese, like the other they're from the East Coast. So they're like huge, like um, like Joe Olstein fans or Ooh. like they don't know like what types of Christianity they are. Like those are really it for my family. <laughs> um, and so um, but I'm like culturally Buddhist and like when you're culturally Buddhist and you're a little kid and you're going to school, they're like that's you're going to hell like you're you're not worshiping the true god like it's just like it's programming more and more of like oh okay if i'm not white and if i'm not christian then like i'm not gonna go to heaven 
which is so dumb. So um, why did you go to a Christian school, though, if your parents exactly. were not religious? Because they just they thought it was giving me a better education, mm. that it basically looked better on my transcript. I was their one and gotcha. only child, and it took uh, them seven years to have me. Um, and three um, unfortunate miscarriages, seven and three, very divine. Um, and also part of my origin story is that when my dad's father passed away, um, they wrote him a note and said, bring us an angel from heaven. And that was the first time a pregnancy actually was kept by my mom. And that was me. So again, seven years of trying, three miscarriages, dad dies, ask for an angel, Presley's here. Boom. My, no pressure. And then I'm here. I was going to say all the fucking pressure. No pressure. Yeah. And then my dad's mom is super religious. Like, uh, so proud that I was at a Christian school. So it's all oh, that. And then interesting. Um, all I wanted to do was go to um, a, but I was always rebellious. Like, I'd always, like, push it somehow. Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't anybody telling me this. I just, I, like, you, I, so defiant to anything like you could tell me the sky was blue and i'd say it doesn't look like that way to me like i was just so annoying but <laughs> um, as i got older i wanted to go to um public school i was like i want to go to public school um and so i went to public school totally i told everyone i was an atheist like to the point of just like wow just like you're you're stupid for doing this but then <laughs> i became friends with um people in the area and like again the like i'm i really don't mean this to be offensive but like the white girl thing to do was to bring a mason jar and like go to youth group together okay <laughs> and mason like, jar. everybody drank out of mason jars i don't know what it was <laughs> They all brought their little <laughs> clothes. They're wearing undies. Wait, go on. <laughs> he feels he feels attacked. Um, <laughs> I'm only half white, so it only counts half white. <laughs> but on okay, here's the thing. Like again, like you're gonna see that race has played a huge part in my whole journey, which it's like, duh, like why wouldn't it? Um, but I remember wanting to be there because I was like, oh, I just want to meet like I basically at that age, I was like probably 14, 15 was like, I don't want to date anybody from my school. Like they're all they all they're all nerds and like are just like gross or like I just and it's, it's her personality. Like they just I couldn't stand any of the people at my school. <laughs> so I was like my friend at the time was like, oh, let's go. There's like really cute boys at this youth group, which actually happened to be you weren't. It was the same church that he was at, but I never like ever saw him because you were like. In I was too at that point. I had been um, way past like I had passed that fucking stepping stone. Uh, I was no longer the youth group worship yeah. guy. I was okay, doing I, shit. But I, <laughs> but he was going places. <laughs> know what his name was honestly like <clears throat> i had heard his voice like him singing but i never like ever saw him or like knew his name but anyway so i went to this like group and um i looked around and i was like holy shit that's fucking sarah and she was doing a keg stand on <laughs> last week oh, and then i was like holy shit he did fucking cocaine in the bathroom yes and was like you are the same people sitting here mm -hmm. 
like listening to a message about being like brothers and sisters in Christ. And then so I was just like completely turned off from it. I was like, you guys are this is like I was like, why would I be around a bunch of hypocrites? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. so, but then I got sucked into going on this thing called houseboats and houseboats is basically like you go off to this lake. There's no cell phone service mm. service no internet nothing like you literally have to go there on a bus that you have to give them all of your electronics Ugh. and then you get thrown onto a houseboat you don't shower for a whole week no. like those like basically someone just i think went to costco and like got like a variety pack of chips and like hamburger buns <laughs> is the what fuck is this place <laughs> No, like the kind of place that has like a huge bottle of relish, but like nothing else. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, okay, glad you got a value pack on the relish. Where's the hot <laughs> And then um, I had a whole like, I, I look back on it and it's like, of course I had this experience because it was like manipulated out of me of we're singing we're crying, we're mm. not wearing makeup, we're mm. writing letters every day to all the people that we've like wronged, you know, all of these things. Like it just, you go around in a circle and you give affirmations. It's like being at the end of a, like anything where you start, like everyone's just crying because you're all together and you're right. Like, it's like, at the emotions. Yeah. Like, yeah. But again, I was like, okay, I guess this is God. And that like had me completely changed. Like, I completely changed. Mm. Um, what? God met, is in this houseboat right now. You write a book called I Guess This Is God. That's brilliant. I, I Guess This it. Is God. Yeah. And <laughs> How old were you? At this point, I was fifth, like 15 and a half. Oh, wow. 15 and a half. And I um, was also dating somebody who was graduating from high school that year. Um, and the only reason why that matters is because I felt – like God was telling me that I shouldn't be with this person because he's not a Christian and like his heart isn't aligned with mm. God. And I want a man of God who will lead me. I want a man who will lead. Yeah. Me. You want to be equally, though, equally yoked. Yeah. Equally yoked. <laughs> like stronger. Um, Fuck. So I met this girl and I, uh, I won't say her name because she's like pretty big in like, <sighs> okay. That she's in. And this is a church that we all like, know about basically mm-hmm. that's okay uh, so i'll say that her name is katie sure. and katie and i like legitimately hit it off we were really really good friends and it, it became the point of like you just go wherever your friends are like they mm-hmm. I, you know like i'd go to she's like i'm singing at this like um church service you should come like it'll be so fun and i'm like okay yeah sure and mm-hmm. then um we just kept having these like sleepovers where she's like basically just like she grew up in the church from being really really little so like even like freaking speaks greek okay oh Oh, shit so like she really grew up in it and so i was like oh my gosh okay so this is what it's like if i was like like white and then i grew up in the church like from being really really little and like now i could be like this like amazing woman because at the same time um like I don't want to so people in my life are trying to get me to be more like her basically mm-hmm. like okay. why aren't you like her mm-hmm. why um I bet Katie's room would never be like this or um Katie mm-hmm. doesn't dress like this and, and so then I was like okay so like I've got to become like more Christian anyway 
now we're going to the end of high school and yeah. I'm convinced that there's a demon following me. Like, Shut the fuck up. On, going to my teacher who is also like a youth group leader. And I'm like, I am being followed by a demon. Like, and there's all of these like really like, you know what I mean? Like those, like there was a fly on the window and then there were seven flies and then there was three. And then, you know, like all of these crazy things. And I was convinced there was a demon. Um, And at around the same time, I had somebody who was going to um, a private Christian university and they were like, God told me that you're going to be here on campus with me next year. And I just know you have to come here. And I was just like, probably not, but okay. So, <laughs> and um, honestly, like what happened was I only auditioned to three music schools and I got really far along, like just about to make it to the other two, but honestly didn't get in. And so I was like, okay, God's telling me I should go to this private Christian university. Uh, oh, no. <sighs> and, you know, there's three three choices and the two secular ones oh didn't work but here's you know god so i'm getting there and at this point oddly enough i um this is when i first met and i don't mean any offense but the bakers feel fresno christians like (laughs) okay (laughs) and i started learning all of these things of like well like piggybacking off of jason like i also agree that i'm more of a paul you know things like that (laughs) 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 <laughs> sounds about sounds about white yep, yeah, yep, so, yep. Right. The fuck? so then i'm in a yep. class called exodus deuteronomy and i'm reading exodus and i'm saying what the fuck like <laughs> why am i here like everybody no one here looks like me and if they do they're korean but they've been in the church their whole life and then like everyone else is white and colorblind and, oh. and thank so, you dc talk yeah so i'm sitting there and i'm like this is dumb but then like i read deuteronomy and i don't know what it was about deuteronomy oddly enough that it like it changed my perspective then i started getting deeper into the bible and seeing it in a completely different way because some of the smartest people i was surrounded by were theologians and mm. they, they made it seem like they had spent their whole life reading it and they're experts, right? And in a sense, they are. They're like historical experts in it. But when you have someone really, really smart on the other side, it makes you feel like I'm just too stupid to understand the Bible the way it's supposed to. And so if I can rely on these theologians, then like why would I even need to um, research and double check that what Mm. they're saying is accurate because they're so much smarter than I am. And so then believing it. And anytime I came into a roadblock, I was like, I just basically need to like get deeper into it. I need to find the Aramaic of it and then I'll know, you know, (laughs) and um, fast forward, I graduate through college. This whole time I'm super, super Christian. I went through a period again where I thought a demon was attacking me. So I slept with my apartment front door open because to me that was safer. I'm no. Like they were going to bring the whole church was going to come to my house and pray over my apartment and put holy water. Like I slept with my apartment door open in LA. And I know. Holy shit. (laughs) How stupid it is. 
Like I was on the phone with people at the church and they're like, we're praying over you. It's going to be okay. Oh. Also, were like, they like, like in Bel- were they like pumping it up too? Like, were they kind of making it a big deal as well? Yeah. But I they was, were like super involved. Yeah. And I was also super sick. And I remember like, like, so basically I have chronic Lyme disease. And at that mm. time I didn't know that I had Lyme disease. And, mm. and so I remember like, I thought I was going to die and I was praying and they were like, you need to go to the hospital. And I was like, no, I don't. I need to just pray. Oh, um, and so anyway, that happened. I got super sick, had to move back home, volunteered at this church. And then um, as this is happening, I am dealing with the worst mental health I've ever had. And I'm convinced that it's because like um, I am now like a martyr Mm. and God like placing this on me because God never gives you uh, more than you can handle. Right. (sighs) So He's making me super sick. I have no job. I'm back home with my parents. I'm sick. And like, and I mean like really sick and we don't know what's wrong with me. And now I'm starting to have seizures every day. Um, and I basically, um, while this was happening, it was also the same day that you were, uh, the senior pastor called me, I remember. Um, and basically I started to have a problem with, things he was saying to me about leadership and those had to do with basically being anti-gay mm. um, really not manipulating me into thinking that I had no place else to go um, and like mm. all of these other things and I basically I just I, I left and I was like I don't believe in any of this because if being a Christian means that I have to hate gay people Mm. like even just that if that was the only thing then I'm not a Christian there's no way I'm not doing it I don't believe in that and I can't see any justification for it at all Mm -hmm. and I left I got uh, like way better and then um, I started realizing that I I neither had something constructed nor deconstructed Hmm. It, it was almost like it was an even wash <laughs> because it just it like they canceled each other out and okay, okay. I yeah. don't feel like either of them like neither of them existed without each other mm. they so it's it's really hard to say that I've like deconstructed but I do know that I definitely don't believe in the Bible I mean I think it's there's no way that there's an inerrancy in it. Like any, if you just use common sense, okay, just common <laughs> sense, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah. The living word, nope. man, <laughs> it's alive. It's speaking to you. Yeah, and I basically like, look back on it and realize that, like, if music and race were not connected in my journey, I really don't think I would have continued. I think because I like already was fighting against it. Yeah. It was like right. all of these other things. And then, like he said, I was the only Christian in my family, and they love that shit. Uh, you are like, you know, like, come to me. We're your family. Like, don't worry mm. about them. We understand that, like, this is what happens when you take the path least traveled, you know? Mm. So, uh, long answer. That's, like, probably about 10, 10 15 years worth of that. Yeah, uh, totally. And- now where I'm standing is if somebody says like, hey, just so you know, God does exist like 100%. I'd be like, well, fuck off, God. Sorry. 
like <laughs> offend people but like where were you during some of the most horrific tragedies yeah, and i know there's all of these apologetics to it but even if god exists and even let's say god's a woman let's just we'll say that god's a woman i'd be like not good enough you're not good enough for me to follow we don't support all women sometimes you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding but yeah <laughs> I mean, there's some just people that I don't support. Yeah. So yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I have a question though. I'm really curious. How long did it take you to like stop thinking there was a demon going after you? How long yeah. did it take to be like, okay, no, it's stupid, but you know. <laughs> I because it all happened it happened so quickly. I feel like I really thought like I would go through seasons of it and they'd last like a few months. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I don't even know, like, because if you know, knowing me as a person, I'm not the kind of person to believe in Wait, that but this makes so much sense, though. Think about your Lyme disease and the cycles that you go through with your Lyme disease. I mean, it, it, it makes perfect sense. Like, you were true. having, like, mm-hmm. you were, like, cycles. in the thick of, so, so those episodes you were having were probably you, like, fully trigger like having a like Whoa. a full-on like hey. Wait, that really does so uh, um so does lyme disease affect the mental state oh, okay yeah. I, I don't know anything about so i'm, I'm curious oh, yeah, okay no, it's, yeah it's one of the worst neurological diseases and oh, it can turn into like als um and ms and oh, oh shit okay I getting i was losing like complete movement on the left side of my body and like even my face Fuck. So i was like this is because i'm a sinner mm. um or like then actually that was part of what started to unravel it for me because um everyone because at this point they're like you don't have nothing's wrong with you you're just really depressed right and so i was like okay if i'm made in god's image why did he make me like this because they're like look you're born this way like it's here's all of the like the math behind why you can't help being this way, right? And so then I'm like, okay, then God made me this way. Uh, and it really started to unravel because I was like, that just doesn't make sense. Mm, we can't yep. just choose. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit. And I know Ugh. you guys have a different uh a different TikTok channel, um Garden Punks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you you had told me about the Epitherapy. <laughs> that, that it like saved you apparently. What, Sounds what amazing. If you don't mind. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm um I love talking about this because um we peep there's every once in a while there's somebody who find who's like, I didn't know this was an option. But basically yeah. you yourself with bees on your spine because your spine is a direct pathway to your central nervous system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically if you want to know why, it's because um bee venom itself is antibacterial, antifungal, antimicrobial anti-inflammatory and then basically it's the only thing that they know of that can paralyze bacteria and Lyme is a bacteria born disease which is why it comes in cycles so while I was like attacked by demons I was honestly probably having a neurological episode yeah Um, you have like the bacteria dies off and it creates all these toxins in your body and Mm -hmm. if you don't know you have these toxins in your body you're not getting rid of them Right. Wow. And like, it's just making you sicker and sicker and sicker. So anyway, the bee venom, like 
it stays in your system for 48 hours. And again, just like common sense, if bacteria replicates every like 12 to 24, mm-hmm. and antibiotics can't stay in there for longer than 24, you know, like really eight to 12 hours, mm-hmm. then yeah. like, why would that work? And it doesn't. So the bee venom just alone, because of its, mm-hmm. you know, natural properties, um, and how long it can stay in your system. Mm-hmm. So totally. what I have been effective. That's um, amazing. That's crazy. That's incredible. We're we're just as passionate about what we're doing on that side of TikTok as we are on the the deconstruction side of TikTok. It's kind of weird that we we have two separate worlds that we kind of operate. I'm sure you get banned mostly on those one certain one. (laughs) Yeah. So we get banned on both actually. Oh, what? Really? So we we live stream. We mostly live stream on our Garden Punks account and get fucking crazy. There's like 10,000 people in them. What? And, what? Yeah, it's nuts. And with that, I'd say about 70% of those people are fucking assholes and they're all calling us bee killers. They're all like, you're killing bees. And I we're know. like, you're so dumb. We're beekeepers. And like, we're putting hundreds and of thousands of bees into the population. Of, like, it'd be like if somebody was like, you see the soccer match where they use the tennis ball and you'd be like, all right, this dude has never seen fucking soccer in his life if he thinks they play with a tennis ball. That's <laughs> that sounds to us yeah, call us bee killers we're like all right we're on a whole different level here but yeah people like one of the most common things is that i i should die with the instead of the bees yeah mm. and they're probably they're, they might not even be i think they're they're like they they're not be- even christians <laughs> yeah. I was just like were those the christians like <laughs> assholes God, you don't need God to be an asshole. So then you're like <laughs> replenishing the population of bees by being beekeepers, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not like you're just, yeah. I love bees. They're so cute. I know. And yeah. it, it, and quickly, like what we do, it's we do it in the most humane way possible. So we have our own hives. The bees that we use are all at the end of their life, so they've been rejected by the hive. So we pick uh, them up. And okay. Them fly. And so it's it's always funny, like people come. Yeah, in. they only live for three weeks too, so it's like cutting your nails or getting a new like layer of skin. Like, right. It it just has to go. Like that's the fast life cycle of it to keep the whole hive healthy. So we're just using them on their way out. Yeah. Deconstruction and bees. Here we go. Deconstruction of bees. Oh no. Deconstruction. <laughs> The land of milk and honey. <laughs> Wait, is this starting to be a porno? What the fuck? <laughs> wow, yeah. I mean, your <laughs> old friend Pete to draw up a. I mean, <laughs> we'll do, we'll do <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, so you you said that you you were banned on on the Christian or the deconstruction side, right on TikTok. Oh yeah, we get with your the, account. Okay, yeah. I was saying because yeah. only a true atheists on TikTok get banned. So I just want to uh, confirm that. You the know, funny thing is, is the videos we get banned. The reason is hate speech. Yes. Like, yep. All we're using is the Bible. <laughs> the nicest. Exactly. Thing. <laughs> Literally. That's what our friend Jeff gets banned for for reading the fucking Bible. That's yeah. all he does. Well, that's our whole point with this thing is we basically feel like the Bible has been weaponized by people. And we're like, well, fuck, we have access to this weapon, too. Like, let's shoot back. Like, let's do some but shit. You we're going to make you laugh. Yeah. yeah. We'll make so laugh. so let's talk about Tristan and Sage. <laughs> please just explain uh, to the audience who has haven't seen the videos. Please explain who they are. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'd like to set the stage with a couple of facts. Number okay. one, Houston and Sage are this is this is what we this is the backstory to the character. Okay, we're those okay. people. Um, so basically, Tristan and Sage, newly married Christian couple, but knows how to tell everyone else how to live a successful marriage. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Both virgins. Still, still virgins, even though we're married. <laughs> I love it. I'm the weaker vessel so that my husband can lead because mm. as a woman, I need to be able to be supportive so that my husband can lead. Absolutely. Uh, better absolutely. character than I am. I, I, I get so fucking freaked out playing this chauvinistic character. Oh, yeah. Weird. But basically, these two characters are compiled of like people that we have encountered over the course of our professional Christian lives. <laughs> and, um, and we've, and on top of that, like, we also like have a friend that does like, um, they, they post Christian and a Christian influencer couple and then kind of roast them a little bit. And, okay. um, they do it in a very intelligent way. And, mm. and so we, like, they're a little bit based off of that too. Okay. Like, okay. Kind of like the, the guy's a total dick and totally chauvinistic, but like uh. in a passive way, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks. So, but, <laughs> but the weird thing was our intent was to, our intent was to basically just be like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to use the same, the same words that like the same misinterpretations or the same like misrepresentation of the Bible that other Christians are using to harm people groups. Right. Like, so, and we're like, well, fuck that. We don't, we want to protest against that. So we started doing it, but what we did not expect was a healing to take place amongst people who were deconstructing. Like mm. really? It's we, therapeutic, we, man. It is. We did not expect that at all. Uh huh. We like, just thought you'd get it and be like, "That's funny." Yeah, we Next. thought we'd get it. Yeah, exactly. We thought it would be like pure comedy, but we've been really taken aback by like people are really like people are healing from it. Like in, yeah. in a, it's beyond. It's crazy. Yeah, it's beyond me. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's all God. It's all God. You know, some comments, some comments I've seen on your videos, uh, some people saying, I am getting the same reaction, the same feelings from listening to these songs Yeah, that when I listen to a church, you know, yeah, yeah. it's pretty you know, interesting. When, when people go to a mega church and they have a really good worship pastor, um, it's, they're good at like manipulating people. Yes. Like they really, really are like, um, mm -hmm. And, and, and I don't think it's, it's as like black and white as they know what they're doing. Like in a sense, like I think some do, I think a lot do, but I also think some people like are really chasing after this idea that God is real. I, I, I fell into that. Like I was constantly like trying to convince myself that God was real. I thought to the demon thing, like um, I was hearing while I was leading worship, this sound, this sound. And I was like, there's a fucking demon in here. Like, and I was convinced I got the elders to come into the fucking auditorium of the church and pray over this thing because oh I was convinced God. there was a demon in the place. Mm. Turns out our drummer makes a really fucking weird noise when he plays the drums. <laughs> what? But I didn't want That's to tell amazing. anyone that it wasn't a demon because I didn't uh, you know, I, I wanted to believe. And then I yeah. thought, and the justification in my head is, I'm not going to tell people it was a demon because this uh, this points people to God ultimately. 
It ultimately points people to God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look at you uh, learning those manipulative <laughs> techniques mm. inadvertently, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And then kind of so, rubs off I'm, on you. I'm not so inadvertently. Like, I know how to yeah. fucking hit a note to make you get the goose pimples. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like when you believe in something that no one can prove exists or doesn't exist, like your whole, like anything good can be like thrown to this god that you have in yep. you so like like everything you do is it really is like well the like people used to tell me all the time that the lights that i designed like the light shows i did for the the churches were divine that god had anointed me in programming lights <laughs> and like that's oh. just, you know what i mean we're just like you can, it's god right yeah if it's and, it's God. I, I fucking hate that because they don't give you any credit for actually learning the the yeah. programs and you know being creative yourself. Like I fucking hate that. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I, and in fact, they want you to throw that away. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't have any of that on in you. Yeah, that's something that's kind of new for us, like coming into this, going like, oh, like I I'm a little bit um like messed up and, and I can never allow myself to feel like I'm a, uh, I'm good at what I do mm. or even like, mm. like I still want to pass the credit off um, yeah. at times. Cause that's what I did, you know, like with God, right. I, I'd pass it off. I got good at passing it off. But if I'm honest, I'm going to be honest. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I, I knew that I was good. Like I, I knew that I knew that I was good, at, but I, I, there was times where I felt like I had to play that part that I wasn't good at. Uh, but there is still a warpedness in me that still feels like I do need to pass it off. So it's so weird. Interesting. It's so like it's, it's both. It's. I still feel like I'm not good enough. Oh, you're so good. You're no, so No, but good. I mean, like, I just, it's like kind of, I like, it's just kind of embedded in me. Like, I know it's not true, but I just always feel like. It's, it's like, uh, I, in, in, imposter syndrome, basically. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I sometimes catch myself being like, it's because you don't believe in God anymore, President. Oof. <laughs> and I know that's not what I believe. But... Right. But well, that's part of the indoctrination, the self-deprecation. Yeah, the and that's the way they're able to manipulate you when they strip away your individuality, your personality. Yep. And you get to that point where you don't even credit yourself so yeah that's something we all need to start doing more yeah. often right look yourself in the mirror you are good enough yeah you Except are good death. enough you are not <laughs> and we're gonna remove the negative <laughs> no. people from the chat uh so we're gonna continue the podcast I have to bully him. This is the only like serotonin I get from the show. You know, <laughs> the rest of the day she's just playing with dogs' assholes. That's all I, she does. That's all I do. That's all I do. And cat lips. <laughs> and cat lips. Yes. <laughs> Flapping in the wind. You know. <laughs> okay. So, question: Since you guys are like you were in the you know musicians and all that fun stuff, why is Christian music so sexual? Mm. Oh, why do you think that is favorite thing to talk I, about yes okay you, you go first <laughs> i feel like i have a different answer so. okay oh okay i'm interested i don't know but <laughs> I, <laughs> that's fair that's fair 
I mean, that's what I'm going to start with. I okay. don't know, but it always made me fucking laugh a lot. Like, <laughs> like I would be up there, like heart abandoned, mm. singing, like coming on the clouds with fire. What the fuck is that God fucking, like, I'm singing these words. I see the king of glory oh God, coming Hosanna. on a cloud. Of glory. Hosanna. And I am leading, and there's people Hail crying. God. There are people crying, and I'm leading worship, and I'm singing. Yeah. It, and the, the holy glory. The one that got me the most, though, and it's not even, like, perverted, and I don't know why, but it's it sticks in my head, is that everlasting God song. The the you're the defender of the weak is what it says. Like you, God is the defender of the weak, and I never in my mind did it. Like I always heard it as weak, like W E E K, and he's like the defender of the weak. Like there's the black. <laughs> oh, no. Every time it was just burned into my head. Uh. <laughs> I'm glad you could too. I feel I feel a lot lighter now. You you there I'm, you go. What about you? What's your take? Okay, my take is this. Right, so like. You're not allowed to laugh at that kind of stuff, no. right? No, Ever. No. Because it, it shows, like, not only are you inappropriate or mm, whatever, yeah. but that, like, you know, you're the toxic input you have, the toxic output you'll have. You know, like, the whole thing of, like, why you shouldn't watch scary movies and, like, gory things. You know, mm. like, all that kind of talk of, like, you should only listen to, like, Caleb or Up whatever it is, right? And so my whole theory on this is that because we're not allowed – to laugh at it we have to reject it right like this is the weirdest thing like no one talks about sex more um than a church does and mm. about how like it needs to be controlled and and like suppressed mm -hmm. and when some you're gonna suppress something that big like that's a huge part of who humans are yes mm -hmm. uh, yep 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 and of course you're gonna have full control over these people mm, yeah because that's exactly it no one's going to stand up and be like, I want to laugh at the tit joke. Right. You know what I mean? Because then they're like, something's wrong with you. And if you're stripping that away, it, it honestly is almost like saying Christians don't poop. <laughs> Christians don't poop. That's, yeah. don't poop. Yeah. That's how it feels. And it's a rejecting of who we are. True. Yeah. I, I think too, there's like a, there's an intimacy with worship, right? Like that's, mm. that. <laughs> we there's like this intimacy it, with the father it's all about like being intimate so it's like almost like how intimate with god like with these lyrics can right. i right. like how far it's almost like you're like uh, a freshman in high school going like how far can i go with my girlfriend oh you my know? god like, right it's like how how far can like you go with like these intimacy, this intimacy language with like before you're basically like, yeah, I want to like roll around in bed with you, God. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, and, like in addition to that, like I remember getting like devotionals and like Bible studies saying like if you have an impure thought or like you want to jerk off, like uh, think about God and have him take <laughs> and have him and oh. have take that out of your head right well, what so if i have a god fetish that's what i get turned on to like guys god. i just got reminded of this movie that i watched called the witch have you seen it <gasps> yes yeah. okay there's that scene of that intimacy with the lord and it, it's almost sexual right yes it's like 
she's reaching like fucking orgasm mm-hmm. with with the Lord, with God, and, and and that just reminded me of that shit. Right. Like holy shit. Go. Yeah, because it's like it's it's so intimate. It, you're I mean, supposed but, to remove all of that like from yes. you. So why wouldn't it be? It's not sexual. It's it's yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I didn't like that movie that much, but I think the acting was fantastic. It was almost like watching a play, like like really yeah. good acting. I love the way it the coloring of it was, like when they're all in the forest together. Yeah. Like, oh shit, they're all like freaking naked yeah. goat. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, Fuck yeah. Hands on its hind legs, though. I'm Wait, like, don't you do that? Get thee back, Lucifer. Spoiler like, alert. <laughs> if you well, don't to- you guys do that? Don't you get naked with goats? Well, cheap. Sheep. No. <laughs> it's more godly with sheep, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, to be clear, that's part of her that. testimony before I. <laughs> oh my god! It wasn't, but I wouldn't be ashamed if we, it, it, it was. We had a guy recently <laughs> promise us a bunch of goats. That was weird. We a had what? a guy that we bought firewood from. And uh, he starts telling us about his land that he has. And he goes like, hey, come out to my land. I've got olive trees. I've got olive trees. And I'm going to teach you how to make olive oil. And we're like, yeah. And he's Whoa. like, I got, I got goats. We're going to teach you how to like raise these goats. And, and we so- were like, we have honeybees. And he's like, awesome. Let's bring them. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So we go out there and he's eating <laughs> crab in the back of this weird warehouse. And it smells <laughs> And then, so he's like, like to, be, more. to be clear, it's leftover crab. Like a hundred percent, that detail crab. was given to us that it's leftover crab. It's leftover <laughs> is this the beginning of a horror movie? It, it sounds like it. Fucking leg of the crab. He legitimate. It's like straight out of a movie. We go. <laughs> and, the bib. We, like he folded he the, bib. the bib and brought it home with him to eat. <laughs> he knew we were I coming. Mean... He knew we were fucking coming, and he still ate crab. But so he tells us to go out on, on his land and look, and he's like, go look where the goat pen's going to be. And then like, you guys can take this and garden. We're like super into gardening and stuff. And so we go out there, we're walking around. This lady comes out. She's like, get the fuck off my property. <laughs> and she's like, that guy's been fucking evicted. Get the fuck out of here. We're like, <laughs> we like ran to the truck and we got in the truck and they're like starting to close the gate on us. And we're like, what is happening? <laughs> And there's like a bunch of abandoned trailers, only some of them weren't abandoned. Yeah. And we were like, and we were just like, what's happening here? Um, so yeah, and then we never went back. She was about to get traffic. They I don't know. I was just about to be like, oh my god. (laughs) Bro, that's scary shit. That's how you traffic me. You offer me goats. And chicken nuggies, and I'm I'm yeah, yours. Some, right. crab. <laughs> some crab. For me, it's puppies and tacos. Oh, that's me too. Puppies oh, and yeah. tacos. Yeah. Speaking of puppies, ah, is that puppy's name Taco? Just kidding. Oh. He's bogey. He's bogey. Hi, baby. Oh, oh so cute. I know. He's How old is he? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. We, we don't know how old Mel is either. We've, I don't, we've been saying he's six years old for like the last four fucking years. <laughs> then, we, then we realized we've been saying it. We're like, we've been saying he's like six years old. And then we're like, oh my God, we just took years off his life. I know. Like, we have no, time he, with him now I know. Mind. But he's also a rescue dog. So we don't oh. really know. Yeah, and it's okay. We're like, what a baby. Like, what is so good? Think. Oh, he's so chill. 
Well, I love Chi-Chi's yeah. are my favorite. We, we teach music lessons and he bites like all of our students. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I see that you guys are in an actual studio. Everything looks yes. professional and badass. And there's like fucking six guitars back there. It's, well, it's a green screen. So you got, <laughs> and this is a real uh, cabinet. I mean, shelf with books. He doesn't know how to read. He doesn't know how to read. It's real. Mel is in space with Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> No thanks. Get me out of here. Fuck. See now, now I'm in a living room with a uh, grand piano that I purchased, <laughs> and definitely know how to play. I'm pretty sure there was an adult film <laughs> with with a couch and a couple of guys. You know, an interview and like a pool time for something. <laughs> <laughs> Someone knocked on that fucking door. So you guys teach music, correct? Two children. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Good for you. Yeah, we love it. We love it. We we um. You know, we the pandemic happened and it was we know it was really awful for a lot of people. And it was awful mm. for us. We both lost our jobs. Oh, um, and and we were but we were kind of left with like, what the fuck do we do? And uh we're also yeah. really sick too at this time. Yeah, both of mm. us were really sick and um and yeah, it was like we were like, Okay, well, well we know music, we could teach and um mm. and so we started teaching. We, actually it was born out of like we wanted to to give people, uh, uh, kids specifically, um, an enrichment program because they're just staring at a screen like mindless. And so we wanted to like give them, so we started talking about music and showing them music and like we had a, and then they were like, Hey, do you teach music lessons? And we're like, yeah. And so that's how it started. So we started teaching music online and now it's, it's our business. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I love how, how long have you been doing that since the pandemic you said? Kind of a little bit after that, like a little bit after. Uh, yeah, like maybe a year and a half, two between years. Between one and six years. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember it. All yeah, blurred. it's it's like bogey. We yeah. don't we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> oh, bogey. I love bogey. That's fucking awesome, you guys. That good for you. I, when I was a kid, my dad was a musician. I was I went to his gigs all the time. Like I was around music, theater. Same. He never fucking taught me shit. He never taught me how to play the guitar. He never taught me how to play anything. I played the clarinet, okay? Yeah. You played the, the skin flute, male. I did. Uh, I had wood in my mouth the entire time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was in marching band, okay? And then I got to sports. Oh, we know the band. That's why I was. I'm telling Joshua. I was like, people always think band kids are like quote unquote nerds, but no one gets down like a they're hoardy motherfuckers. Let me tell you. Let me one tell time you. in band camp, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that came from somewhere. That's it's Must true. Have. My no, band friends, is. like, yeah, they, like that's hilarious. Freaks. Yes, in the best Fucking way. But when you're life. talking about like tonguing the the freaking like flute like you got a punch tongue you know the flute and the, that's, that's, that is, the flute you got a double good at fingering okay i'm good at fingering things I and the g string every day <laughs> see there you or go tell people to get on the d yep <laughs> I, yep doing runs with my fingers all day long yeah, I'm like, I all day long go ahead and hold that d hold that yes d. hold that d yep 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 <laughs> yep 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 yep, yep. <laughs> Okay, guys, before we wrap it up, we usually ask our guests, what is some advice you would give to somebody who is newly deconstructing or starting to doubt their faith, mm. you know, in that position? What, what would you say to somebody? 
Well, I would say um, that's a tough one. I, I just be be really gentle with yourself and like know know yeah. that it really does. Like it's this sounds like a really cheesy answer, but it really does like get better if you continue to actually go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, it, a lot of a lot of people who are deconstructing are on an island, and so yeah, um, you know, find. And, and it's hard to find that community in person, you know, we're, totally. really, we're really, really fortunate that we have each other. We know a lot of people who are, who are doing it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I, as much as like, it feels weird to like encourage people to get on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like these are the right reasons to be on social media in a sense where like you're forming community, yes. like you're, 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 you're making new ideas. You're, yes. you're feeling comfortable to live into yourself. Yes. And I would also say this, like one of the things I'm really glad that I did when I, when I first started deconstructing is I allowed myself to enjoy the freedom that I'd always talked about mm-hmm. and always preached from the stage. Amen. And yep. I allowed myself to enjoy that, that freedom. I, I allowed, like I had, <clears throat> I had sex with women and I hadn't really done that before. You know what I mean? Like I I was a virgin when I got married. And so going out and like meeting other women and like being able to have sex and experience that from, from that standpoint was like Mm -hmm. really, really incredible. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I would say a really important part of the human experience. So I'm not telling everyone to go out and get laid, but just go fuck, go (laughs) fuck. You heard it here. Go fuck. But live into that freedom. As long as it's not like really hurting yourself or hurting other people and like damaging you, like like experience and enjoy. Yes. I love that. That's fantastic. I love that. Do you have a different take, Prez? Yeah. I mean, mine is more of just like releasing yourself from the burden of needing to believe in something and then also needing to explain yourself to other people because Mm -hmm. no matter what like no matter how hard you try to explain everything about yourself like people are going to have their opinions about you anyway correct so for me at least what's been helpful is just reminding myself that i don't owe anybody anything so even fucking love that yes just don't because yeah and i also like again like so many of like who I am has not changed. Like I've always been uh, the mouth of a sailor and like the maturity level of a 12 year old boy. <laughs> I've always been that way. Like anytime, like, I mean, one time the men's group was like using this whole thing about how like they all have a rod. <laughs> like Moses. Shut the fuck up. What? It was like kind of in South Park where they're like, I broke the dam. No, I broke the right. dam. You know? <laughs> I have a rod. I have a rod. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm Spartacus. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. all I'm saying is like just alleviating yourself of the burden. And also like this, I don't know if it, what it is, but like being a Christian made me feel like I needed to be like tell like every part of the truth of everything about myself. And I just mm-hmm. like, you don't have to overshare, Presley. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can just stop talking. I love it. I fucking totally, love that. Totally. We we finally afforded ourselves to shut the fuck up if we wanted to. Basically, like, yeah. there you go. we there can you be go. loud if like we both live loud lives already. But <laughs> if we wanted to, we can turn it off. And yep. I felt like before I didn't have that option. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. You're not under any control anymore. You right? hear that? Silence is golden, Bev. <laughs> Silence is golden. We're going to have to move on without Mel from now on. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I get to bully What you. was that Bible verse that we were talking with? Um... Oh, fuck. I don't remember. With Cynthia? Oh, I forgot. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, since we talked about deconstruction, we always want to give a big shout out to our friends from Recovering from Religion. They have a hotline, 184-I-Doubt-It. They're an amazing nonprofit organization. And for those of you who are doubting your faith, you know, you, you, you're questioning, you're trying to find support and healing, this is the organization to contact. They have 24-7 volunteers. You can give them a call, 184-I-Doubt-It. They are fantastic. They also have the Secular Therapy Project which is a registry of secular therapists. So go to therapy. <laughs> yes, go to therapy. <laughs> They're great. Yes. And big shout out to Miss um, Gail Jordan. We love her. And yes. our friend, Dr. Daryl Ray. I want to so, be him when I grow up. Right? <laughs> oh, he's so dirty and I love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, where can we find you? Well, we're coming after you. Pat Kolbruski. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. Or you know, if you Google or look or not Google, if you look up on TikTok how the sausage is made. Okay. Or, <laughs> Don't uh, Google that because that's a whole different browser history. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we are. Um, and then the yeah, Garden Punks, the and then we have so you can actually maybe. In a couple days, you can go to Spotify and oh. listen to our first Tristan and Sage single. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's actually up on Spotify right now, but we were okay. idiots and we took it down. We panicked and we're like, we have to take it down. Uh, oh, and then so, we, were, we did yeah. it, but it's still there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Tristan, how, how do you spell Tristan and Sage? T R Y S T E N, like Tristan. Like Tristan. Awesome. And say. <laughs> S-A-Y-D-E. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking white people, I'm telling you. Totally. Right? Totally. Right. Just an Sage. Yeah. Sage. That's fucking fantastic. So yeah, if you're on TikTok, look up Cold Brewski. That's C O L B R U S K I. I don't know what bogey's. And then Garden Punks G A R G A R D E N P U N K S C O Garden Punks Co. Yes. Yeah, honestly, for a while we had like the wrong garden punks in our bio, so we were like oh. sending people to some random. We don't do this well. We oh, do no. <laughs> we put up like the most pixelated version of the song. We put oh, up. Oh no! Like, one... Oh my god! It was, like, Twenty kilobytes. It was, I was like awful. What was it shot off a droid? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well thank you guys so much for for joining us today don't go yet uh yes, but no. we wanted to remind our listeners and our viewers here on youtube if you're listening on the anchor app or whatever app you listen to the podcast come check us out on youtubes on the, on the tubes YouTube come on <laughs> I mean, even if you're just listening come to the youtube and give us a like and subscribe please that we would really appreciate that uh we as you know the episodes come out on mondays and we also have a merch store if you know you know, <laughs> <We> know. 
if you know, Peter. you know. Go check out the merch store. Like he said. God doubles this. Doubles your, uh, <laughs> your offer. <laughs> and also, please don't forget to like, subscribe, like he said. But don't forget to subscribe, smash the like button, and hit the notifications bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't judge me. <laughs> We're not Christians anymore. Oh, this is true. This is true. Bogey, don't judge me. So, really quick, uh, we we want to let you all know that we do have a Patreon. If you like what we do, we have different tiers with different perks. You can start at three dollars a month, but everybody likes the six dollars and sixty-six cents a month. You can be a heathen, uh, but then the cool shit starts over here at Blasphemer. Twenty dollars a month because twenty bucks is twenty bucks. You know, you get a shirt, you get a hoodie, you get amazing stuff. And if you really, really like what we do, we will send you naked photos of ourselves. Uh, there's the fifty dollars a month <laughs> if, if you like what we do. My spicy link is in my link tree. Y'all know that. That is true. She does have a spicy link. <laughs> and of course, a big shout out to our patrons on Patreon. We got Ron H, Savvy A, Evelyn B, and our friend Atheist Chico. Atheist Chico. Wow. And on our OG anchor, we also wanted to thank our supporters, uh, William N and Robin M. Thank you so much. Thank you so fucking much. And last but not least, we... Are announcing this every fucking episode till it happens. Till it fucking happens. We have the annual atheist convention uh, organized by the American Atheist Organization, American Atheists. And you can go to convention.atheist.org and find more information. On Easter weekend. On Easter weekend. On the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, Amazing. So, before we leave, would you guys care to sing a song for us? You know, lead us into worship. Into into the WAP. Okay, we I need some WAP. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want you to think that we're just here performing. Think of this as entertainment. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna all right. have to turn into Sage for a second. So I cannot be, yeah do this I'm without gonna, being. Tristan. I'm gonna dumb myself okay. down a little bit mm. and smile more. Okay. <laughs> Because that's what my brothers in Christ prefer. But not don't look too pretty. Don't look too pretty. Oh my god. <laughs> well, well, let's do this, guys. This here is, goes nothing. This is when, <laughs> this is when the bus to hell pulls up. <clears throat> <laughs> right, I gotta get in the mood now. Mm. I like to imagine that the bus to hell is much like in Harry Potter. The mm. one that like you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I fucking love that. Right? Yeah. Choo-choo so, to hell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Damn. You know, I've been thinking about this um, all week, ever since last Sunday. And, uh, you know, this was just put on our heart. I know that Sage was really moved by this. Mm. And he lusted after lovers whose genitals were like those of donkeys. You can join me now, Sage. Whose missions was like.
God telling me to switch it up a little bit. Um, and in my anger, I will go towards you. I myself will punish you for your sin. Seven times over. Come on, let's see. Then you will eat. Flesh of your sons, flesh of your daughters. We're so hungry. Yeah, yeah. you will eat flesh of your sons, flesh of your daughters. Our stomachs cry out for you, oh. And you will eat flesh of your sons, flesh of your daughters. Oof, I felt the Lord mm. touch me inappropriately. Uh, and one, he wants to eat me. Uh, mm. Amen. amen. <laughs> that was so. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how easy you could slip into the mode. I mean, it's. it's... I mean, you know, God wow. is always lubricated. <laughs> I definitely felt Thank it. Thank you so much. Holy shit. <laughs> You guys have beautiful voices. You like, do. Fucking A, man. You really do. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Bogey can sing too. Yeah, Bogey can. Um, we, we had the best time. Yeah. Oh, let me turn off God mode here. <laughs> another another manipulation tactic. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder my nipples got all hard. Right. <laughs> we should God this episode, right? You know? <laughs> well, that was fun. Bogey's like, oh. Yes. Oh, Bogey. Thank you, guys. We're yes. going to wrap it up. We yeah. really, really appreciate you. you Thank guys you for being here. Fantastic <laughs> artists and awesome people. Uh, we love you. Yes. Hopefully, we can stay in touch. Don't leave yes. yet. Uh, but that's it. We're going to wrap it up for today on our last episode of 2022. Say what? What? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in the new year, the year yes. of our Lord. Yeah, right. Because that is. Here. What the Lord wants. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs>